guys, it's MJ. And Todd. We're having our own little dance party over here. <laughs> back out. Back out at the club, guys. Did you ever go to the clubs? Mm-hmm. Like I said, when, I, when we talked about that uh, a few episodes back, I think that it honestly has to do with where your mindset was. But, like, I did the whole, like, sneaking in and club things from, like, the point of about late 15, really kind of approaching 16 into 18. Mine was a short, like, window. You used to sneak out? No, no, no. My mom always knew where I was, but, like, when I talk about sneak in, like, on an occasion when my sister and I actually, like, hung out, she's three years older than me, so when they were going to a club where you had to be at least 18, we were lying to sneak me in. Oh. And stuff like that. <laughs> and and whatnot. I mean, obviously, I wasn't, like, drinking or anything like that. But uh, oddity is, and I don't necessarily disagree with this as even as I've gotten older, but, like, I would say that my mom was pretty easygoing. She wasn't very, like, strict. But I feel like her ease, her lack of being strict wasn't ever like we didn't have boundaries and we weren't in a, a, an unsafe situation per yeah. se. But like one of the biggest things that she was really more lax on, which was drinking alcohol. Mm-hmm. If we did it in her presence, she was fine, okay. obviously to an extent, but her m- mindset was if I can monitor you, I know it, you're staying safe and I can keep an eye on you and I can whatever. So Drinking, we were never at the legal age, but when I say drinking, like obviously we started off with wine coolers and stuff like the intro <laughs> the into serums. like alcohol, right. alcohol and stuff like that, or like the mics and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But we also come from a family, and I don't know. I want to say that you guys would have been hit with this too, but maybe you weren't. We came from a family where when all of us were young or how it was put to me when we were young, we all got our first taste of beer. Yeah, from grandpa. Right. So <laughs> again, it, I'm not saying that the, it was bad parenting, but I, in all honesty, if I had a kid, I would probably parent much the same. If you want to try alcohol, that's fine, but you're going to try it in my presence so that I can monitor you and keep an eye on what's going on. I would rather you drink around me instead of just trying to sneak out and do it with like yeah. a group of friends. But again, we weren't like hardballing it or whatever like that from like the get go. <laughs> that's not what I was saying. Age 10. I know, like, <laughs> completely, like, polluted. No, that's that's not what it was. But, so we, n- I never had an interest to, like, sneak out and drink with friends or whatever like that, even though I think we've all been there where, or the vast majority I've never of, snuck out of my house. Not sneak out, but, like, the vast majority is, have been at, like, group settings with, like, age-equivalent friends and somebody snuck liquor to, like, the group get-together. Oh, well, yeah. Right, you don't have to participate, but I'm not. I, I'm not saying that like that wasn't still a thing, but like I've never felt the need to like hide it from my mom. And okay. if I was interested in drinking, I honestly did feel better. Like if I tried something to be around her, because that's probably going to be the safest position that you can be in. Yeah. If you just a don't feel good, or somebody's like letting you go and lay down somewhere, there's nothing better than knowing that your mama bear is out there being like ain't getting next to that room. Like, you know, like there's just a safety net there that you feel comfortable and whatnot. But, um, so we snuck out, like snuck into places that if I didn't meet the age limit or whatever, and we were dancing, but I wasn't like drinking there or anything like that. You were 
definitely a lot more wilder than I was. I'm not going to I'm not going to hold that title. I'm completely happy with giving you your belt of honor. That's fine. But yes, I did well, I do. Just, I like dancing. That was my thing. Yeah, I mean, I, a couple of times we went to some of the hip hop clubs and stuff like that that were closer into like Tempe because mm-hmm. we were all the way out in the sticks. Um, but they didn't have stuff out there like that. And then there was that time, and I don't know if it's still around, and I don't remember what it's called, but there's like a one out here that like the rooms are different themes yeah. and stuff. We did that one a couple of times. Okay. So, yes, I did go clubbing and stuff. And, yes, I did like to go and dance um, and whatnot and hang out with, like, friends and stuff like that. But we weren't drinking, okay. really. I mean, I didn't go to that. a club until I was 18, I think. 18, 19. Yeah, I did it prior. But mm-hmm. then it got less and less because, like I said... I got married at, like, 19, so your mindset was just more different. Yeah, we met people out. Yeah, we hung out and stuff like that, but we it wasn't, like, the thing that we were looking to do. It was just kind of like a meetup. But I would say I think I shifted more from, like, dancing and stuff like that to being of legal age, being out a lot more around, like, you know, drinking at bars and, like, hanging out with people in pool tables more than anything. Yeah, see, I wasn't. I was always the... Always dancing. I still will go dancing with my friends. No, and that's fun and that's cool. But, like, I mean, for... This is not what we were going to talk about. But for... We can... About two different things. (laughs) For the... the, I think that it also has to do just kind of like with who you're surrounded with and what your interests are. But for me, and I know it's something that we don't bring up often, but for me in racing, that's like the thing. Like if uh, after the race day, you're hanging out, you guys are drinking either at the pits, um, hanging around the car, going to a bar, getting something to eat. Like I just, I really enjoy that. And if there's a pool table there, then you're typically drinking and whatever. I will have to say, even though it's probably not the best thing to admit, I do like the fact that I do drink more than most of the guys, and I hold it really, really well. <laughs> so I do feel like so that's my little beat them. Uh, badge of honor right there, because they're like not holding their shit together, and you're like walking them to a car. It's really funny. <laughs> you're at a whole other level there. Really? I mean, There's I'm not, not many that I know that can drink hard. A coworker of mine, he told me he drinks a handle of whiskey like every other night. The weird thing is, is I think that it's, the weird thing is, is that it, there's a difference. Yeah. Okay. So for instance, if you, if you, if you have me around margaritas mm-hmm. and I don't know why, uh, margaritas hit differently than whiskey does. However, I can drink over a hundred proof and I'm just like, at any point, kick in. Like, I'm just, I'm either drinking old fashions or drinking it with soda and stuff like that. And, I, like, I can pound those things. And I'm always like, okay, well, we got to bump it up another level. Like, it started out like you were at, like, 40. <laughs> then you were at, like, 80 proof. And then you're, like, at 100 proof. And now I'm, like, at 108. And I'm just like, eh, okay. I'm over here. I drink, like, a two sips of whiskey. And I'm just like, I'm, I'm drunk. <laughs> but, again, like, I, I, don't, I don't interact or hold the same... You know, depending on, like, what it is. I used to be okay with beer. I never really got, like, lit off of beer. But, like, now beer, like, doesn't have a pleasing taste or palate to it. 
So I bloated and gassy with beer. I, I feel very um like burpy. Yeah, yeah, the gassy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not blowing out the other end. No, but like, I, when I think of gassy, it's burpy. It's just yeah. I feel like I feel burpy, yeah. and and I don't like that feeling. I don't necessarily feel full, but I just the aftertaste palette isn't yeah. appealing. Um, for whatever reason, I find that I cannot drink any sort of red wines. I've tried several. And I do have friends out there that are heavy wine drinkers, and they always are recommending stuff to me. So I have given it a good shot. I don't like red wines. I do like some of the white wines, but I have found out that it's really because they're the more sugary out of so all of like them. So you like sangria? Um, I, I'm okay with sangria. Okay. Um, I, I do like um, Moscato's a lot. But, like, I find if I drink too many glasses of, like, Moscato, I get a headache. Okay. Not a hangover. It's, like, actually in the process of still enjoying the night. At some point, like, your body's like, I don't know if there's, like, literally just, there's just straight sugar in there. And at that, some point, it's like, <laughs> I'm overloaded or what. But, like, it just stops becoming enjoyable. Um I never used to like margaritas. And I'll be honest, I don't like the typical margarita, the blended I don't know why. I don't like. I don't want a slushy. Like a frozen. Yeah, I don't want a slushy. I I'll either. I typically like it over the like rocks or whatever like that. But I have grown to enjoy margaritas depending on certain locations that we're getting them from and whatnot. But again, if I drink those, if I have like four of those, I am giggly and like <laughs> I'm all over the place. But the alcohol <laughs> content isn't the same, and I don't know why. I only can really, 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 I would say hold is like whiskey and bourbon and scotch. I don't know why, but I can. And what cracks me up is, is my mom. And aren't those more proof? Like, yes. Oh, yeah, that's what I don't weird. understand. But like. <laughs> very, very odd. Um, My mom, her, when she was younger, she doesn't do it now. But like her drink of choice was what they call seven and seven, which is Seagram's. Um, and mm-hmm. seven up and she used to drink those by like the liter full. So I think obviously it comes from that. And apparently my other parent, I didn't know this. I, I thought they were a straight beer drinker, but my mom let me know that like they enjoy their Jack Daniels. But like now being at 108 proof, if I drop it back down to a Jack or like a crown, I'm like, this is sad. This is child's play. We should, we're going to have to do like a drinking one. I'll have like a two glasses of wine and be like, <laughs> and then she's over here halfway through the handle and still nothing. <laughs> Anytime now. I mean, I, I will admit there are some time, a, a, a lot of times where I'm in a situation where we're at, not her and I necessarily, but I, at a social gathering and you just, everyone else is getting lit and having a good time. And I'm always that person that I'm like, there is not enough liquor in this bar. To apparently reach that level over there. And it's depressing because you want to be on that level, but you're just like, I have to take care of you. You already don't know what your name is. I got to watch this one. This one's losing its fucking purse everywhere. Like, (laughs) I become a parent still while I'm drinking, and I'm just like, I just can't get there. I just can't get there. And I'm not endorsing by any means like drinking and driving but when we were younger i was always the driver home of everybody even after having drinks and stuff because i'm just like you're crying in the back seat this one's trying not to throw up and that one had to get out to pee on my tire so apparently one of us is getting us home i honestly think 
what probably what it has to do with is that you're so focused because if you're not in the place of just I wouldn't letting loose, right? If you're in that place, I think it's easier to get there. I feel that when you go places, you immediately attach to your like look at your surroundings, and then you go into like mama mode. And I think that maybe what's actually happens is that you're you are now pushing your brain into thinking like that and not letting yourself let loose. So you're really cute. I was like, I don't use like yeah. Most of the time, I end up the extremely disappointed because I did go out with the intent to have fun, and then it was just like everyone around you became hyper annoying, and like then then you suddenly fall into babysitter mode because they're all being like they fucking can't handle their shit. Yeah. But honestly, the only time I have ever stepped into like what you're saying, like a mama bear mode, I just call it a protective mode is, is you have to have me around people that like, obviously I'm protective of, and that circle is extremely small, Yeah. but like, I don't typically go out into that mindset. So for instance, if we'll use us as an example, if you and I were going out or you were already out and I was meeting you, if I'm assessing that situation in that point of being like, okay, so where is she at? Do I have to make a border of protection here in order? I don't ever go out in that protective mode. I go out with the mode of being, you know, I want to have fun. It's been a hard week. I want to, you know, just be able to relax and enjoy like the company and stuff like that. More often than not, I feel like I'm placed in that mode because everyone else is already dumb. I don't. I don't know if they're legitimately that way or they're making it, they're acting that way. Yeah. But, like, I'll even say, like, (laughs) even out, like, racing, I'm not there to protect any of the guys. Like, at the very least, I feel like if I'm the only girl in a set of eight, I probably should be the one that's being looked out for. But, no, you got this one spilling food on itself and you're trying to (laughs) hand it a napkin. It's, like, literally, like, you're trying to get your class together. I don't know. And you're just, like... I think there's... subconsciously you go there again not it's not that you're going like you said you're not going there intentionally for that but you're hyper aware of your surroundings which turns into that because when you're there immediately you notice this thing you notice that thing like you said you assess the situation yeah thing okay and think that's what is causing is that you you immediately go to that place not that again not that you're driving to the bar and you're like this is what I'm going to have to protect everybody. It's more, it's like subconsciously, as soon as you get there, you assess everything. And then it's like, well, now I got to take, so you go into that place. I will, I will agree with you only partially. I personally, for me, what I think ends up happening is, is I have a higher tolerance. So when everyone else is already shit faced, you're immediately given that role because they already fucking can't do anything. And, (laughs) You're trying to drink to get to that level, but you have a higher tolerance. So it's not necessarily that you're aware of your surroundings as much as is you're not lit enough in order to not become aware. I guess. (laughs) I feel like that ends up what it is. Because, again, there are certain groups where you're just like, I'm out. Like, you know, I'm just, I'm not having fun or anything like that. But then there's other times where you're just like, we just got here. Who spiked your drink? How are you that, like, retarded right now? 
Like, I mean, I've met girlfriends out and, like, I've had beer spilt on me. And, like, you're trying to get to that level with everyone else, but literally the only reason why you smell polluted is because somebody can spill their drink on you. (laughs) And, like, everyone else has just completely lost their mind. And you're just like, okay, all I want to do is get you either home or make sure that you have a game plan for your situation and I want to bounce. So, because I barely drink now, if I have not even... like one and a half glasses of wine, I'm already like, it's like, it's already there and I enjoy it. And then that's it. Uh, there have been in the past, you know, I have gotten to the point where it's been a lot and that was no things to, uh, you know, a company I was working for, they had a party and it was like unlimited beverages. And because I used to, this is what, this is what I get in trouble is I think, well, when I was younger, I would be able to hold my liquor and be able to down a few, you know, glasses of wine. And now because I don't do it that often, I forget. And then I'm super fucked, like super fucked after that. I don't drink often. Mm. Like I'm not the I I'm not a person that's like having like a like a, a a glass of whiskey after work or something like each night. Yeah. And I'm not even typically the person that's like, okay, it's Friday, so let's drink. Yeah. Like I'm it it's very rare of an occasion in my mind at least. Like I wouldn't set that precedence. But what cracks me up is it's just like if I'm going to have a drink or whatever, maybe I want a drink for that evening, maybe it's been a long day, or, you know, maybe I just feel like, you know, I haven't had one in a while and just having something different to drink would be nice. Yeah. I literally start off with, like, the liter bottles, and I've got, like, four shots in. No, that's what I'm saying. You start at the... Cons- you are. I'm already the hitting it hard, and I'm just yeah. like... I just want to be giggly and lighthearted, but I'm not there yet. Let's have another. That's what I'm saying. Your body is programmed to know that even when it does drink. But hell, I don't drink that often either. But when you do, you're doing the same consistency as before. So it's not like you're just doing a little sip. You know, you're doing the same liter as you've done before. It's just No, it keeps getting bigger and the proof gets more. Okay, but but you know what I'm saying is that you're building, you have that tolerance. tolerance. I don't. So when I drink, it is, like the other night I had a glass of wine. And already after a glass, I was just like, oh. It's like, (laughs) we got to stay here for like an hour, you know, before I can drive home. And that's because I don't drink that often. And when I do, it's literally like a half a glass or a little bit that I'm giving myself. So if I were to stay up to every time I had wine, I drank three glasses, then it'd be the same. I wouldn't feel anything. It'd feel because my body's already at that tolerance. So you would say that the one thing so that I you have stop, not. And then every time you do, you just do like this much. Well, no, that's not each time. That's an unfair statement to make because there have been nights where it's just like, you know, on honestly, um, I feel at the point where like, it's the soda portion that bothers me where you start to feel like, like you were saying before, like either a little too burpy or like, um, the carbonation makes you feel bloated. So there are some nights where it's like, even though I want to drink more, I just really don't want that feeling of that fullness of drinking. I will end up just making an old fashioned with a splash of soda and I'll call that, you know, like my, you know, my drink for the night. Like, I'm not always doing, like, the leaders or whatever like that. But, like, even then, it's... Oops. Even then, it's not like I'm... Saves to the mic. (laughs) It's not like I'm, you know, I'm going in with the heavy intent of, like, a large drink or anything like that. The one thing that I 
that makes me mad no matter how hard I try that I haven't mastered. I might be able to handle my liquor, but Jesus Christ, the whole breaking of the seal. As soon as you have to pee that first time after you've had your liquor drink, you're literally in there like every like 15 minutes. See, I feel like I pee all the time and I'm like, I just, it's so annoying. Like even if you're at home, you're like, man, I'm also like in the bathroom like all the time. It's pissing it all out. I don't know. But like, Everyone's like, well, you have to hold it longer. And then the urge isn't there. It's not true. I would say it probably has to do with what you're drinking more so. Because if you're drinking stuff with soda, that's where the once you break it, like you keep going because you have all this liquid inside you. Because mm-hmm. that doesn't happen to me when I have wine. If I'm just drinking... Now, if I'm drinking wine and two glasses of water and then wine, two glasses of water, then I break the seal and then it's like i got to keep going because I've put all the other liquid inside me. I'd have to say that I don't notice it necessarily with the wine as much, but it's the same even when we're drinking margaritas. Once I've pissed, now I've got to like pee like what feels like every 10 seconds. (laughs) I will admit though, so it is funny, we'll have to tell the story. But we were doing, we uh, three of us got together and we were doing vision boards a while ago. um, And they were concerned because I was extremely quiet. Which wants, I want to lead it into what type of like personality do you have when you're a drinker? I'm a very, I wouldn't call myself quiet, but I'm a very observant person. So I'm naturally, I think, quiet more than the average in a social setting because I'm observing the people and what's going on around me before I interact necessarily. I'm not a social, what I would classify as a social butterfly, and I'm fine with that. But I had already been drinking drinking the cup before like I had met over there with them. And I was hyper-focused on the vision board idea. But like, I would have to say that even drunk, I'm probably like the most quiet person that you will ever... I'm I'm not the crier. Yeah. Thank God. If you're those people, stop drinking. I hate the criers. I'm not like the aggressive person. I'm not the giggly person. But I'm typically more like, if you think I'm quiet sober, I probably am much more quiet um, if, I'm almost like a mute, if I've been drinking. (laughs) But if I do respond to you, it's not typically slurred speech and holy shit, if I was sarcastic sober, it's it's so bad. (laughs) It's so bad if I'm a little bit like buzz off of drinking. So maybe that's why I tend to hold it a lot more because I'm just like, well... Some people can't handle it. A lot of people can't. It's it's aggressive. But you are you're telling me that you're going to be the giggler right off the bat. Like you're just you're the I'm the giggle and I want to dance. And then it's the like happy go lucky. Yep. So if you, like, you want to come dance, let's go dance. And I gather people. I'm like the gatherer. I appreciate the fun one, <laughs> not the yeah. joking one. The joking personality. Yeah, I'm not joking. I'm just fun. I just giggle and. Fun. But the touchers. Mm. My mom's a toucher. Yeah. <laughs> the ones that are like, oh, I love you. And then they pet you. I don't like those either. I'm a little bit of that. Get away. <laughs> I'm a little bit of that. If there's a hand coming in, I'm always like, <laughs> no. <laughs> Have you ever been to um, to Lush in the mall? Yes. They're touchers, but they're sober. I am. Uh, but that's a different, that's a different place. Still, I'm, that's where my place is, even if you're drunk. If you're a toucher, I'm like... No. The personal border is probably at least a four foot radius. <laughs> I, I'm just like, 
I don't I don't like the touchers, yeah. the huggers, the petters. I no. I cringe pet. factor. Probably do pet. I don't think that I mean like I've been around you when you've had a couple of drinks in you. You don't strike me as the the touchers. But it's when I'm out dancing is what I'm saying. It's, oh. not, it's not I mean if I'm just having a drink and I'm hanging out, I just laugh a lot and it's just like ah, like that's me. I appreciate the fun people. Yeah. But it's the when I'm out dancing, that's when it's whole different. Then it's I'm So if you had to choose the worst of two evils, would you go with the, would you go with the crier or the toucher? I'd go, I mean, you didn't mention the other one, but I'd go with the angry one. I don't. Really? I, like, as in, I don't like it. No, no, no. I was saying, like, if oh, you if had, had to pick, pick one? one, the lesser two evils. I don't think anybody would like the angry person, the the one that's just, like, mad at everybody and wants to start a fight. Yeah. Like, um, <laughs> I had to pick between the two. I don't think anybody wants the angry one. I would think I'd probably pick. I'm probably going to be the toucher. I would say you probably would fall into the category of the toucher, especially if you already think that you might have a I hint mean, it of it. it depends on what kind of, like, if they're trying to, no, like... No, not, like, molest you. No, I'm not talking about that. I'm just saying even if they're just trying to, like, always be right on me the entire night, like, I'd still feel like, get away from me. But I, I think I could deal with that more than somebody... Like, obviously, I'm there for my friend's shoulder to cry on type of thing. But when I'm in a place of, I'm already, like... If you're that person that's like second guessing all their life choices and being a victim to your when you're drunk and you're the crier, no. Yeah, then, then it's like I just don't want to be around that. Yeah, you're, so I'd rather just be around someone that's like you're oh the my Debbie Downer. And I'd rather deal with that. I okay, so I've had you both. We take the crier. Part of me wants to take the crier because you can just tell them to go fucking shut up and then they get even more upset and then they'll go sit in a corner by themselves and at least that gets them away from you. But like. I've had the friend that's the hugger and keeps telling you that they love you and like hanging on you. Oh my god, it irritates me so bad. Get away from me. But I mean, like, I don't know if if you would feel that way a hundred percent of the time, right? So, like, if you were the one hanging on me, like, to me, I probably would have more patience than I would like the average person. Yeah. But like, I've had I've I've had family members even where, like, they're petting me. And they're like, oh, my God, I love you so much. And you're just like, if you touch me one more time. <laughs> you're not going to love me. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to lose that part of your body. But, like, I, I, I think it, you build a tolerance to certain types of people. Yeah. But, I mean, I, I honestly would say that I might take the crier just because you know that you can say something and they'll get so offended that they'll go away. Oh, but, see, that's where I'm different because I'm very, like, empathetic so when it comes to that i'd be more like why are you sad I don't, let's not be sad okay in it all honesty be... i don't think empathy has anything to do with it you know in that situation like they're being aggressively needy it's different if they're sober and they're crying then i can understand being like yeah. you know hey what's going on what's you know what what do you need to talk about is there something that we can you know work together That's on and fair. fix but like when they're the mindset. drunk criers you're just like jesus christ yeah, you're in a different mindset. Shut up. Oh I my god, I, I got the wrong glass. Like oh. <laughs> that person? Jesus. I would <laughs> Yeah, I wouldn't be able to deal with that. <laughs> so, I wouldn't be able to deal with that. That wasn't what we were supposed to talk about. Alright, it's fine. Sometimes things happen like this and it's great. Just comes up. Alright, well, pour a drink, guys, on us. <laughs> 
find out what type of drunk you are. <laughs> this is MJ. And Todd. We'll catch you later, guys. Bye.